Welcome to the Moose Bros Podcast, a fitness podcast about a couple of bozos trying to get in shape for the millionth time. We're documenting our journey through this podcast, so follow along and watch us accomplish our goals, and hopefully our journey will inspire you to do the same. Welcome back to the Moose Bros Podcast. In this week's episode, this one's for the beginners. If you're intimidated going to the gym, have never gone to the gym, and have never tried an exercise routine, stay tuned and we'll give you some tips and tricks on how to start your exercise routine. All right. Cool uh, beans. So, all right, before we get into it, you want to do a, a summary of your week? Yeah, total horseshit. Let me <laughs> tell you this. My fitness pal, I said last week, my fitness pal should be a pal. It's been a total asshole to me because it's been steering me the wrong way. I'm sick of it. Now, okay, so what I did this week, I mentioned last week that I was going to weigh myself every single day to get an accurate, or not an accurate one, but at least a more accurate depiction of how much I actually weigh and if my weight loss program is working. So I did it. I weighed myself every single day from that Saturday. And finally, I averaged in at 226.4. So I didn't lose weight. If anything, I technically gained 0.2 pounds because last time I weighed in at 226.2. Yeah. So that leads me to believe that I'm not burning as many calories as I thought I was or my maintenance is lower than what my fitness pal suggests. So for this next week, I'm going to lower my calories to 2,200 calories, keep the same exercise regime, and we'll go from there. But... State the way it stayed the same, basically. Do you think it might be because you changed up exercises where you're doing more body weight stuff now instead of are you working out more or is it pretty much the same? I want to say it's pretty much the same. I'm doing obviously I'm doing the body weight stuff, which I feel like is not as intense as the weight training stuff because with your body weight, if you're overweight, it's like limited movement. Yeah. But we try to make it more intense. Like we're taking 30 second rest. We did like circuit styles to get our heart rate up. So it was pretty intense work. I wasn't easy by any means. Um, it has been not unmotivating to go and work out, to be honest. So I think because it's cold, I feel like if it was the summer and the weather was nice, you know, when you get out of your house, you're like, oh, this is beautiful. But now yeah. it's still pretty cold here in North Carolina. So it's like, ah, I kind of rather stay in my fucking cozy house. Right. So that's been kind of the unmotivating part. So we're actually thinking about getting a gym membership because <laughs> we're like, uh, maybe it'll be better for us, but we'll see how it goes. But I've been, yeah, I mean, I've been running and I didn't take my extra walks that I normally do. Those were, that was like the thing that I didn't keep consistent. Mm -hmm. Um, but the rest days I went for walks, got my like 10,000 steps and stuff like that. So I guess we'll see next week when I lower the calories and keep the same workout routine, what happens then. And we'll go from there. But basically, still stuck at my previous weight. Damn. Which feels like a total shit show that we're like four or five episodes into this podcast. And like, wait, are these guys going to lose weight or what the fuck am I listening to? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I was just going to say. This is, a, this is a fail so far. But but this is part of the process, guys. You're not going to lose all your weight in one month. Suck it up. Okay, anyway. Yeah. How about well, you? Well, I don't have any good news either. Um, I don't even know. I can't even remember like what my diet was like towards the beginning of the week. Um, but I do know that fucking partying has kind of ruined it. 
partying on your torn ACL. What are you doing? Over there? <laughs> uh, so Wednesday was our cousin's birthday, and I, I yeah. prepared for it because I knew they were gonna have like pizza and shit. So I prepared during the day to kind of cheat a little at night. But when I got there, I didn't prepare for the amount of cheating that I was going to do. Where I just fucking downed pizza wings. There's cookies and cake. So I'm like, all right, screw it. Like cheat day, whatever. Then Thursday came and I was like, all right, like this is all over. You know, I can go back to normal. And then Thursday evening, my cousin came by to work out. And afterwards, we were just kind of sitting there. I'm like, you want to go off for your birthday? He's like, yeah, sure, why not? So we went out to a restaurant, had free After you already celebrated his birthday? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. So Thursday we went out. Double dip. Yeah. And then Friday, I was actually, someone else uh, texted me. I was like, yo, you want to go out for Chinese? I felt bad being like, um, no, because last time he asked me, I'm like, yo, ask, ask me next time, like earlier in the day, and I'll, I'll go with you. But he actually wound up canceling on me, which is good, because I couldn't have done a Chinese buffet but then I had a housewarming party at night where I just went in on some chicken wing dip so last night I went hard on fucking chicken wing dip and uh chocolate sounds like a solid week to me so three days in a row I cheated but I managed to only gain 0.2 pounds so I'm at 245.2 nice man you probably fucking shitted everything out this morning then it didn't really feel like it it was a uh, my my Saturday morning dump wasn't as good as the other ones. <laughs> Dude, we're definitely no one's gonna tune in. They're like, all right, how many times are you guys gonna talk about these guys fucking <laughs> shitting every morning? Yeah. Um. Well, okay, so that's interesting that you basically stayed the same. What was your exercise like? Obviously, you're on your bad knee. Yeah. Were you exercising or no? I actually I did. I guess I upped my upper body exercise. I did go to physical therapy on Monday. And he pretty much told me, like, I can keep doing leg exercises, just don't put a lot of weight on it. Mm-hmm. The issue isn't that I'm going to, that I don't have leg strength or anything like that. It's the fact that I don't have knee stability. Yeah. So don't do anything that requires knee stability. So yeah. I'm not, you know, I can do like body weight squats and lunges, which is what okay. he has me do as part of PT, but don't, you know, do anything crazy that requires my knee to be stable. Um, so for exercising, I've just been doing upper body stuff, um, in no particular order, just randomly as hell. And then my lower body, uh, PT stuff that he had me doing. Okay. So obviously no type of cardio, right? You haven't been walking, right? No, I mean, I can walk on it, but if I do walk on it for like a longer amount of time, you start to get like, you know, fluid buildup in the area and it just starts to become uncomfortable. So, Okay. So it sounds like you've been doing just minimal leg stuff, but you've been still keeping up with your upper body stuff, right? Yep. Okay, cool. So that's interesting that it actually stayed on the same, especially because you might have overate. Um, I wonder I wonder why. You know, maybe you actually thought you overate, but you were actually consuming around the calories, you know, that your body needed. I don't know. That's that's pretty I think, interesting. I think I did really good at the beginning of the week. So it mm-hmm. might have kind of balanced it out. Plus, during the day on Wednesday and Friday, I I ate pretty light just because I knew I was going to go heavy at night. Um, it's just Thursday was the one that kind of ruined it where I ate normal right. during the day and then we went out and had burgers and lobster dip. Oh, yeah. lobster. Yeah. Nice, dude. Okay, so it looks like four weeks into this, we're both not making any changes. So good so far, huh? I mean, I guess technically I lost 4.8 pounds, but... 
all of that was pretty oh, much from the, the first week. From the first week when all your when your body was shocked that you were trying to lose weight again. I was like, yeah. fuck, just get rid of all the water weight. Cool. So it looks like we're shitting our pants. All right. So what are you going to okay. do to adjust? Are you just obviously uh, probably your adjustment will be to stick closer to your calories and, you know, uh, make yeah, sure you not don't. Cheat. <laughs> that's, that's, that's good. My adjust- don't go to any parties. That's my adjustment. That's a bold strategy. I like it. All right, cool. So you're going to stay at the same calories, don't have buffalo chicken dip every day and slam pizza and celebrate someone's birthday five times in a row. Yeah, exactly. All right, cool. Bold strategy. Let's see how it works out, Cotton. Hell yeah, dude. All right, so then we'll get into the bones of this episode. We touched on a little bit last episode, but basically for the beginners who are, if they're intimidated for the gym, if they have never worked on their life, they're ex- they want to go. They want to give it a try. They see some guy on Instagram flexing his pecs. And they're like, I want to be that guy. How do I be that guy? Well, it takes a while to be there, I think. I've I mean, been. it's taken us like eight years, and we're still not there. <laughs> We've done it once. Yeah. But uh, we're, we're trying to get there again the right way. We're going to do it right. We're going to get it right this time. <laughs> we're going to get it right. <laughs> uh, so... That, that kind of leads me to, you know, this next segment where we want to touch on that. Well, like I said, we talked about it a little bit last week, but I think so. I think the the first the first segment here, right, to, to get into whatever your exercise regime is. If you're somebody who does not exercise, right, who just sits at home all day, doesn't, you know, doesn't have, I guess, maybe a, a desire to go work out or care to go work out. What do you think would be the first step in that process? Of getting that person to go work out? Uh, I think, I mean, it has to come from you. You have to be the one that decides that you need to better your life. Because if you're just sitting there waiting for someone else to do it, like nobody's going to come around and be like, hey, you need to exercise. Let's go. It's, yeah, like that. I think that's how we both started is like, I want to look better and I'm going to decide that I want to be better. Right. And once, I think once you make that decision, that's when another person can come into play. I think if you have the money to do it, you should you should get a personal trainer, whether it be at the gym or someone you found through Instagram that's like in your area that does personal training. I think if you have the money to do it, it'll get you someone that knows what they're doing, um, someone to keep you motivated, keep you accountable, and also a gym buddy, which I think helps a lot. Is mm-hmm. I guess if you can't afford that personal trainer, uh, find somebody to go to the gym with you or somebody that's already going to the gym that you know and just ask them like, hey, can I tag along at least until I you know, get the hang of it. And more times than not, they'd be more than happy to have you come along. Like people that go to the gym love working out with other people, I think. Oh, yeah, uh, at least sure. so introducing other people to the gym. If you can find somebody to go with, that really makes things so much easier. If you're kind of introverted and you, you're scared to ask somebody, um, I think you can do enough research online to get you an idea of what you kind of want to be doing at the gym. If you follow certain Instagrammers or really just Google like beginner gym workouts, um, just to get you an idea of what you know the gym experience is going to be like. So if you are going alone, uh, you're not just standing there in the middle just looking around. So I think the the hardest part is getting there. You know, you know how they always say like the hardest part of a run is putting on your shoes. I think the hardest part of going to the gym is just getting there. And honestly, for the first few times, actually, I watched uh, other people talk about 
these two like psychologists on a podcast were talking about how to get yourself motivated to do something. And that's what they said is like the hardest part of a run is just putting on your shoes. And even if you just put on your shoes and don't even go for a run, just go to the, you know, your driveway and come back. If you keep doing that, eventually you'll start running. So even if you just get to the gym and just kind of walk around and leave, if you do that a few times, you'll come back and start working out. So I think getting there is the most important part, whether it be via personal trainer, via gym buddy, or just going by yourself because you saw an article on, you know, BuzzFeed or something. Right. Um, yeah, I definitely agree. I'm going to go, with, like, I don't want to say a different approach, but I think I'm going to go with a step right before that. And I think that's mindset. So yeah. I think a lot of it starts with identity first from a personal standpoint. I think when you identify, <laughs> for instance, when, you, when you're trying to build new habits and create new habits, if you don't identify with that person, then you're probably not going to stick to those habits. So for example, is somebody who goes to the gym every single day, somebody who runs every single day, somebody who, you know, eats healthy every single day, they don't have to make excuses for their actions, right? It's just a part of who they are. What does a runner do? He probably runs every day. What does a healthy person do? He probably eats healthy every day. So when you're already somebody who goes to the gym every day, it's so ingrained to who you are that you don't tell yourself like, oh, I'm a runner, right? Yeah. It's just who you are. You're like, yeah, I go for runs. So I think that identity is the first part. So if you're somebody who's never gone to the gym, getting yourself to go there and then you're there, right? You have your shoes on, you're there. And then, like you said, you're staring in the middle of the fucking floor, like hoping somebody just bench presses you because you don't know what the hell you're doing. So I think the first step is being like, you know, it's kind of like a a reminder in your head of what does a person who goes, you know, what does, for instance, when you see somebody in shape, what does that person do? Right? How do I be that person? Because that'll help you. Once you identify with a person who goes to the gym, a healthy lifestyle, a person who runs or a person who does Zumba, whatever you want to do, once you identify with that person, then now your actions can follow that person, like follow that, you know, be the lead to your actions, right? So it's like, for instance, if you wake up every single day and you're like, I'm a runner, so this is what runners do. They wake up, they put on their shoes and go for a run. But if you tell yourself like, you know, oh, I have to run. Yeah, yeah. You're not identifying with being a runner. You're not identifying with being somebody who wants to be in shape. You're just identifying that, oh, I have to do this. So I think that's the first step to me is just trying to become that person. Right. That way your habits will follow because that's that's what you identify with. Um, and then, yeah, the second step would be that a habit. Like I'm going to put my shoes on and I'm going to, you know, go for a run. So, for instance, if you're somebody who struggles, because right now for you going to the gym is probably hard. So one way to help that habit of going to the gym is either write it on a piece of paper, say it out loud. But if you put a time and a place to your habit, it'll help you stick to it better, right? For instance, if you tell yourself, I'm going to gym at five o'clock every single day, chances are you're probably, or and then you can even say, I'm going to LA Fitness at five o'clock every single day. I'm going to LA Fitness at five o'clock, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. When you have that out in the air and you have it on a paper or whatever you like to you know, put your habit out there, chances are you're going to stick to it. If you just say, I'm going to go to the gym today, now it's, in, now it's yeah. ambiguous, you know? It's like, oh, are you going to go in the morning? Are you going to go in the afternoon? Are you going to go 
at night. So you never get it done because you're like, oh, I'm just going to go to the gym today. So but yeah, you, you, tell leave, yourself, you leave yourself uh, room to make excuses. Exactly. Do that. Right. So I think that's part of the process of building that habit to go to the gym is just being like, okay, this at five o'clock, going to LA fitness at five o'clock. I'm going to whatever gym you go to. I don't know. At five o'clock, I'm going to run at, you know, five o'clock, I'm going to go Zumba. But if you have a, you know, a place in time, it'll help you, you know, reach that habit. Um, so that's like just some of the mindset stuff that, you know, I think that you can work on to get yourself to become that person you want to be, which is somebody who wants to go to the gym every single day. Yeah. I think too, like you mentioned uh, lifestyle earlier when you were talking about um, identifying with other people. I think you have to accept that you're going to have to live a different lifestyle from the one that you're living right now because you're not going to look like, you know, an NFL athlete if you don't live an NFL athlete lifestyle. Right. Um, as much as you want to work out, if the part after the workout is you just eating pizza and cake, you're not going to look like an NFL athlete because that's not what they do. They eat healthy. They exercise maybe twice a day. I'm not saying you have to look like an NFL athlete. I'm just saying you're going to wind up having the body that your lifestyle determines. If you live a healthy lifestyle where you exercise regularly, you're going to have a healthy body that looks like it exercises regularly. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are intimidated by getting to where they want to be or trying to go to the gym because they think it has to be some sort of drastic measurement. Mm -hmm. You know, when reality, like you said, you know, it's that lifestyle and eventually you're going to get there, right? So if you do the things every single day that will lead you to your des destination, you're going to get to that destination because you're doing the necessary steps to get there. You're not, you're not going to get there one day. You're not going to cut 500 calories a day and all of a sudden you're going to have abs. All of a sudden you're going to look like a football player. You're not going to do one football workout, look like a football player. You're not right. going to eat one salad and look like a football player. You're not going to eat one burger and look like an obese person. So mm -hmm. I think it's a lot of people get like when they think about going to the gym, they're thinking already, you know, they're, you know, thinking already months in advance of how they're going to look, what's going to happen. But just take it one day by day. Like I said, when you put on your shoes, that's the first step. Whether you can walk down the street, whether you just go sit in your car, whether you just, you know, drive to the gym and turn back home. The more you do it, the more you drive to the gym, the more you go and take those steps for the run, you're going to take slow approaches that'll get you there to where you need to be. It doesn't have to be this drastic movement where you go to the gym and crush the, a whole hour and a half workout and you never want to go back because you're like, fuck that. I just crushed my whole body and I didn't lose any weight. I, I didn't lose two pounds. I didn't lose 15. Like, you know what I mean? So I think it's small steps every single day to lead you to where you want to be. And, you know, don't make, you don't need drastic improvements in your life you know, to get you to where you want to be. Because if your starting point is very little, you're only going to have to add just a little extra to get you to where you want to be. So, yeah, I think that's something to keep in mind too, that it doesn't have to be this insane, you know, in insane workout. It can just be a little every single day until you get more comfortable to add more things and then, you know, keep adjusting as it goes. Yeah, I think that's how we started out too, is like, we just went to the gym just for fun and like it became kind of a fun thing to do is go to the gym again and again and again but we didn't like care about our diets and then eventually we just slowly started like removing unhealthy things from our diets 
and then we started seeing like real good results. We didn't just, you know, decide one day, like, all right, I'm going to the gym. I'm never eating, you know, fat again. Like it just slowly kind of built up with you kind of accepting that this is what I want to be. And eventually I'll get to it if I keep sticking to this routine. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, like to that point, I was just saying, it does not have to be an insane amount of, you know, you don't have to cut out carbs. You don't have to do any of that. Of course that stuff works, but, you know, ask yourself if you've done it before and you lost a lot of weight and you regained it back, there's a reason you regained it back. It's probably not what suits you. Um, so that I think that's the first step. Like I said, just that mindset of this is who I want to be. These are the things I have to do to get there. I have to make some sacrifices in my life. It's either I get to that, you know, body or whatever, you know, health goal you have, whether it's just being more, you know, conditioned, whatever your health goal is. It doesn't have to be getting, losing weight. It doesn't have to be building a body. It could just be performance, right? You just want to be more athletic. Mm -hmm. It does not have to be, you know, a huge drastic change. You just have to identify with being that person and make small steps every single day to get to be that person. Uh, and I think that, you know, the mindset is something that's overlooked a lot. People just think, yeah, get in there, crush your workout, eat a fucking salad, quit being a bitch, and you're going to get abs. But there's so much more to losing weight because there's even going to be weeks when you crush it and you stay on top of your shit and all of a sudden the scale didn't move. And it could be a million reasons. You could be holding water weight. You can be, uh, you know, whatever it is. You know, you could just hit a plateau for that week and you're going to be frustrated and you're going to be, you know, not you're, you're going to like lose trust in the process and that's going to happen. So it's a long, you know, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. You got to mess up. You know, always remember that if what you're doing is leading you to that direction, you'll get there. Preach. Facts, dog. Uh, all right. So you made up your mindset. You want to get better. You want to get healthier more athletic, bigger, whatever it is, you got yourself a gym bro, or maybe you didn't get a gym bro. Maybe you just, uh, you're just a dude that's like, I'm doing this on my own. Got a gym membership. You walk in and you're standing in the middle. And there's dudes all around you. I don't know, just doing freaking walking lunges. What would, I mean, we, so last time you said machines were probably going to be your best bet. Mm -hmm. Would you start out with all machines just because it's, uh, well, I guess, yeah. What would you, what would you do if you were the first? If it was the first <laughs> yeah, so uh, the first thing I would do, I was I would get into the group of those guys doing those walking lunges, get the mirror, and fucking flex my biceps. You're not intimidated. That's the first thing I would do, okay? You show those guys who's boss. You're here January 1st. I don't care how long they've been there. You're here to make gains. You're here to make sacrifices. You're here to bleed. You're here to get hemorrhoids. And you show them what's up. After you do that, I would then Don't do that. No, you could not do that. Tell them. So after you do that, <laughs> I would I would start with if you've never touched, if you've never stepped foot in the gym, you've never even worked with any of the weights. Yeah, I would go with body weight stuff for if you could do body weight um, push ups, body weight like air like body weight squats. I would do those right because that's something you can you you know you have good control over your body. And then I would, I would, I would start with machines. So I would do, you know, whatever day it is, if it's like, you know, make a, if you find a sample workout, like a chest workout, I would start with the machines because your body right now, if you've never done any, you know, thing remote, if you're like an athlete, 
you could probably start, you know, with more advanced stuff because, you know, your body's used to being under some sort of control. Yeah, I but... feel like if you're an athlete, you've probably done some organized athletics where you had a trainer or like a coach or something kind of show you around already. Right. But I'm just saying, like, even if you're an athlete and you've never been in the gym, because some athletes, like, for instance, like if you play soccer, you had no reason to build a chest. You know what I mean? Like, of course, you can work out to get stronger, but it's like for soccer, you don't need a fucking beefy chest to be a good soccer player for most sports, really. But anyway, uh, let's just say you're that guy who's just never stepped foot, because that's kind of what we're talking about. I would, like I said, start with the basics that your body can do, which is usually like push ups, air squats, things like that. And then move on to the machines because the machines allow, because it's, it's in a fixed position. So when you push your arm straight, your arm's not going to go anywhere. It's going to stay there in that fixed position. So you won't get full range of motion and things like that, but your body will get used to carrying heavier heavier loads than it has before. So I would start with machines. And once you get comfortable with machines, maybe that's a week or two, a month, however long it takes you, I would go to cables. Because cables mm-hmm. are kind of like dumbbells, but again, they're kind of in a fixed position where your arms are going to go flailing if the weight is too heavy or something like that. And then I would work with, you know, dumbbells and free weights or whatever down the road. If, or in, if you have a trainer, this obviously speeds up the process because they can spot you. They can show you, you know, how to hold the weight, things like that. But if you've never been in there, um, I would definitely just start with like machines, then go to cables. And then once your body's used to, you know, handling that type of movement, I would then go into free weights. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Uh, machines really take out the stability portion of uh, your workout. So it's all just a fixed path where you don't have to worry about keeping, you know, certain body parts stable in order to get the weight up. Yeah, like what, like you said, once you move on to cables, it's essentially the same as machines, but they do add in a stability element. Uh, kind of like if you think about doing chest flies or even like cable curls, like you kind of do have to keep the weight stable, but you still have that safety of um, if you can't get the rep, you know, the rep out, you can, it still goes back to like a regular position. The weight's not mm-hmm. going to go flying everywhere. So like you said, those two, and then once you're comfortable, start moving on to barbells and dumbbells. Uh, and I mean, it's not even necessary. Like I think some people are perfectly fine with just machines and cables getting their exercise through just that and never never eventually find a need for free weights and never really make that jump. And that's perfectly fine. I think. Yeah. Good, good point to that. I was going to say that too. Like once you were talking, it kind of popped in my head and then you went with it, but yeah, that's true. I mean, there's people who build their bodies and get in shape and, you know, have their desired body just doing, you know, uh, machines and cables and they never even touch a free weight. So, I mean, I just have my, you know, I have a football background and that's how I started working out and you just have more uh, variation in your workouts with free weights because, you know, you can do more different positions with a barbell and dumbbell and things like that. But yeah, ultimately, if you never even want to get there, you never want to go in that area, you don't need to, you could just hundred percent work with machines and cables and, you know, you'll, you'll make progress for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't know that all gyms do have it, but you can also start um, incorporating bands and uh, into your kind of bodyweight exercises if you want to do, I don't know, like uh, side shuffles or 
body weight squats and just put some bands around your ankles or your waist to kind of add some resistance. Um, you know, you can, you can definitely find exercises with those as well if you're intimidated by free weights. Yeah, exactly. So you made it to, you know, made it to the gym. You decided to try some different machines out, different body weight exercises. Where would you kind of start or would you just kind of randomly just keep doing exercises just to, depending on the way you felt? Or would you try to come up with an exercise routine, get somebody's exercise routine? I would first probably I would first start with somebody somebody else's exercise routine, because I think back when I started in high school, I just followed my football coaches. Uh, he had an exercise plan for everybody, and that allows you to not think. You're just following whatever plan they have, and you're not really thinking about oh, how much am I doing, and should I be doing this for how many sets, and should I be doing this whatever. So I think if you start with somebody else's plan, because you're already overwhelmed, right? You're already in there. You don't know what the hell you're doing. So if you're trying to think of making up a workout on the spot, even if you're four months into it or so, you know, you're going to, it might be overwhelmed. So I think if you start with somebody else's plan, it'll get you a good idea what to pair exercises with. Um, you know, it'll start to introduce you to things that you've probably never done because you're like, oh, I didn't know even know what that machine was. Oh, I didn't even know what that, you know, uh, place was for in the gym, but that didn't make sense. Right. So I think if you start with somebody else's plan, it takes away some of the overwhelmingness of trying to know it's like, Oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Is this enough workout? Is this very, is this too much? Is this too little? So if you start with somebody else's plan and give it, you know, whatever, it's usually always like a three to four month plan or whatever. Um, obviously if you can afford it or if you find one online, however it works for you, um, I would start with that because it just takes away some of the thinking process and it helps you stay committed because you're like, okay, I got to do this every Monday. I got to do this every Tuesday and you're doing someone else's things. You're not in control of your plan because sometimes when you make a plan, what I've got to this point where you're like, you kind of take it easy on yourself. You know, it's like, ah, do I want to do pushups there? I could just take a rest. Yeah. Uh, where if somebody else is telling you to do pushups, chances are like, oh, it worked for that guy. I'm going to do it too. So I think that's the way I would start. Yeah, true. And I mean, you don't even have to have, you don't have to buy somebody's plan. You can literally just find your favorite YouTuber mm -hmm. and just, because uh, they'll, they'll always post, you know, different workout routines like, oh, today during my vlog, I'm just going to post a chest workout. Right. Literally just combine different, you know, workout routines from your YouTuber into just one routine for yourself. Um, also you can, does bodybuilding.com still have like their workout database or whatever? I'm pretty positive they do. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they give free workouts on there. So that's a good resource too. Yeah. A lot of people can just publicly post their workouts on there. So if you just go through there and I think they kind of, they used to at least break them up based on kind of, uh, what kind of workouts you want. Is it for, you know, building muscle, losing weight, athletic, you want a bigger chest, you want bigger back, whatever. They'll all break yeah. it down and you can find a, a workout routine you like. And then there's also apps. The only one I can think of that's free is called Jeffit, J-E-F-F-I-T. Yeah, yeah, and on there, do they have workouts or just exercises? I think they have just, when I used it, I think it was just exercises and you can create your own routine, I think. And then just you add the weights or whatever yeah, yeah. you add, how much you did. They honestly probably do have workouts at this point. I haven't used that app in forever, but they are a pretty good app for, um, from when I used it, it was like to keep track of your lifts. But I yeah. think that I'd imagine they have sample workouts. Yeah, I know. Definitely. I kind of created my 
workout using that app and they give you such a plethora of exercises yeah there's a ton of machines uh almost like it's just starts to become too much with uh just trying to find like an exercise you're doing and you have to like keep scrolling through to find the exact one you you know you're actually doing but i think that's a good way to also keep track if you're using your phone during your workouts while you're kind of resting there scrolling through instagram just slide over to jeff and just put you know I did another set of, I don't know, curls, this much weight. It's, it's a good way to track, especially if you're doing a workout that's, that requires a consistent, consistent overload. No, progressive overload. Yeah. That way you can keep track of what your last exercise was. And yeah. Okay. So if you're a beginner, I think it starts obviously with the mindset first. Identify yourself with who you want to be. That guy with the massive chest on Instagram. The girl with the gloats on instagram the guy with the thick traps yeah. anyway whoever you want to be i understand that you can be that start with your mindset start with you know identifying with that person you want to be the person who runs the person who works out the person who does zumba the person who gets in front of everybody and flexes their biceps because they're not intimidated become that person and then Get your shoes on every single day. Make the steps towards becoming that person. Make steps towards your goal. It doesn't have to be drastic. It doesn't have to be overnight. It's going to take time. Once you get used to it, once you get into the routine of it, you'll eventually become a pro, and then you'll start telling other people what to do, even if you're fat or not like us. Yeah, just uh, allow yourself to surprise yourself by what you're actually able to accomplish. Nice. <laughs> Tune in next week. We'll actually start. We'll do uh, kind of the same thing, but for people who are trying to come up with kind of a meal plan or a diet plan. Diet plan for beginners, I guess. Please. Please.